Determine whether a qualified plan satisfies the minimum coverage requirements of Code Section 410B and the minimum participation rule of Code Section 401A-26. At least one day each year, every qualified plan must cover enough employees to satisfy the minimum coverage requirements of Code Section 410B. A plan does not have to cover all employees. The plan simply has to satisfy one of three tests, the percentage test, the ratio test, or the average benefit test. When conducting any of those tests, note that certain employees did not have to be counted at all when performing the test. These excludable employees are those who have worked less than one year, employees under age 21, part-timers working less than 1,000 hours per year, and employees covered by a collective bargaining agreement. We also refer to these as union employees. Now let's look at how each of these three tests work. Under the percentage test, the plan must cover at least 70% of the employees who are not highly compensated. For example, if the engineering firm of Ross and Jefferson have 10 non-highly compensated employees, then seven of the 10 must be covered by the plan for the plan to pass the percentage test. Now the ratio test requires a plan to cover a percentage of non-highly compensated employees equal to 70% or more of the percentage of highly compensated employees covered under the plan. For example, the law firm of Sherman and Douglas covers four of the eight or 50% of its highly compensated employees. To qualify under the ratio test, the plan must cover 35% of its non-highly compensated employees. That is 70% multiplied by 50%. Now let's take another example to make sure that you could determine whether a plan satisfied the ratio test. Take Thunder Company. It has 100 non-excludable employees. The plan covers 15 of the 30 highly compensated employees and 40 of the 70 non-highly compensated employees. The plan covers 50% of the highly compensated group, so it must cover at least 70% of that percentage or 35% of the non-highly compensated. If the plan covers 40 of 70 or 57%, it passes the test. In a company that has only adopted a single plan, the plan will have to satisfy one of these two tests. The third test, called the Average Benefits Test, is intended to accommodate larger companies where the employer has adopted a number of plans, each covering a different group of employees. When determining compliance, the Average Benefit Test allows the sponsor to look at the benefits provided under all the different retirement plans. As long as the average benefits earned by non-highly compensated employees is, overall, at least 70% of the average benefits of highly compensated employees, then the plan will typically satisfy the average benefits test. If the plan of a larger employer cannot satisfy any of the three coverage tests, there may be one other option. If the employer has separate lines of business, the 410B test may be applied separately in each line of business. In order to qualify for this favorable treatment, the separate lines of business must be operated for a bona fide business reason and must each have at least 50 employees. Another option for the employer with multiple plans is to aggregate two or more plans together to de demonstrate that the plans together satisfy the coverage requirements. This is allowed if the plans provide comparable benefits. Defined benefit plans also have to satisfy an additional coverage rule, the minimum participation rule of Code Section 401A26. 
Under this rule, plan must cover either the lesser of 50 employees or 40% of the employees. If there are only two employees, a special rule requires that both must be covered. So if an employer has 1,000 employees, the minimum number of employees covered must be 50. With 100 employees, the minimum would be 40. Remember that this rule does not apply to defined contribution plans.